Hello, beautiful. Welcome to today's conversation where we're going to talk about emotional exhaustion and how to prevent it from affecting you and your daily lifestyle. Let's talk about it. I'm your host, Shannon Martin, and welcome to today's episode of This Thing Called Wellness. Last week, we talked about creating healthy boundaries, and by doing so, you are saying no to the things that are draining you and taking time away from yourself to fill your own cup. Setting boundaries also plays a big part in preventing emotional exhaustion. One day, my husband and I were driving, having our usual family conversation about what we're going to do with this or that, budget, and all the things. This was our time, time when we managed life. All of a sudden, I began to cry, and I couldn't stop. My husband asked me, why was I crying? I said I was upset because I forgot to put money on our son's lunch account. I was forgetting to pay bills and was just off on our monthly budget. But I didn't like not having money in my son's lunch account. Luckily, he was in elementary school at this time. This was when they called and say, hey, we have them for today, but please send in money tomorrow. I was like, okay, I got it. But when it came to our bills or not calculating correctly, it meant we'd have to move things around. And we didn't like to do that. It was okay to do this at times, but this was happening regularly. I was in a constant haze. I couldn't think clearly or plan the household's daily routine. And the exhaustion was showing. My husband said, it's okay. Things happen. But I knew I had to let some things go. You don't know why you're exhausted. You're fighting a war inside your head every single day. If that's not exhausting, I don't know what is. Anonymous. I told my husband, I feel like I'm walking through fog inside my head. I don't hear forces or anything like that. But I can't focus on the simple things like I used to. I need you to take over the finances. And I do my best to still take care of home. I knew there was a lot to ask of him, but he was very concerned. After all, we are a team. He worked and I took care of the home. And now I'm not able to hold up my end of the bargain. He said it's okay. In sickness and in health, right? Well, I tried to make sense of what was going on inside my head. I had my breakdown and diagnosis. And I knew this was part of the stress that was slowly building up inside and was seeping through. But I wasn't familiar with the signs or triggers. So I just kept moving on the best I could. The fog, lack of concentration, fatigue, continuous overthinking, and sadness all hit me at once. Before I could even get to the doctor to help slow this down or be given medication or tools to help me process what was going on. I know you're tired, but come, this is the way. Rumi, during my hospital stay, I was told to meditate three times a day to center myself, to help stop overthinking and feeling overwhelmed by the day. I needed to journal my thoughts daily, sometimes twice a day, or as often as I needed, in order to get rid of my repeated thoughts so I could think clearly. I needed to walk, which is my favorite way to exercise, and do fun artistic activities like coloring or putting puzzles together. Of course, I had to watch what I ate while taking medications regularly. At first, this was a lot to take in. I told the psychiatrist, how am I supposed to do this daily? He and the nutritionist politely reminded me that since I'm a stay-at-home mom, part of my job now is to take care of me. What? Yes, my new job is to take care of me. 
Your children are able to take care of themselves except for your youngest. It's time to focus on you. This is your time to ground yourself and put your pieces back together, to nurture yourself and root for you, like you have done for your family. Of course, this was new to me because I hadn't thought about myself in years. Now being told that, yeah, it's time to think about you, girly. Create a new way of being and begin a new healthier lifestyle. It's going to take some time, but you deserve it. How can you protect yourself from all of this? By paying attention to your mind, body, and spirit. When you're moving fast, you're not thinking, why am I so tired? You just say, I'm busy taking the kids to cheer, band, and chorus practice, so on and so on. So maybe I just need some vitamins. And then you go on with your life until that big roadblock hits you and you realize it was more than just being tired. Write down how you're feeling. Keep an eye on yourself. If you're in pain or if something seems out of the ordinary, write it down. So when you go to your doctor, you have a list of all of the things you're feeling and thoughts you've been having. You will also be able to see for yourself that there is a pattern. And I need to check in on myself more often. This isn't what I did. I was going with the flow of life until I ran into a stop sign, a big old stop sign. Take a moment to see the patterns. Pause as best you can. Make time for you. Walk. Have a spa day. Yet a fluffy stuff. Without interruptions. Just some you time. Slow down and enjoy your life. Mindful moment. You are tired of being tired and telling others how tired you are. It's time to create a new way of being. I was exhausted. And in this exhaustion, I had to find the strength to pick up the pieces and slowly begin to put myself back together. Everything I knew was changing. I had to venture into the unknown and learn a new way of thinking and living. I could see myself in the fog, looking at her through the haze, trying to catch up to her and become one with her again. But I could never reach her. It was then that I realized that the beauty of the break was in my discovery. Discovering me, new exercises, different recipes, and ways of managing my exhaustion and giving back little pieces of me that I lost, but also allowing me to become a healthier, more loved version of myself. No matter how long it takes in the darkest of days, remind yourself that you are becoming the vibrant woman you see in the fog, and you are welcoming her in with open arms. I hope you have enjoyed this week's conversation. I'm your host, Shannon Martin. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about finding your calm. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with someone you think would like to join the conversation. Disclaimer, I am not a licensed mental health professional. The information provided here is for general informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you need help, please consult a qualified mental health professional.